0: The College Football Experience Early off season Check-In episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today over at slash SGPN. That's better fantasy B E T T O R fantasy.com slash S G P N. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at Sobet.io slash S G P N that's Sobet.io slash S G P N. And of course, don't forget to download the S G P N app. Yes. You're a home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So get it and let it ride today. football experience, early off season check-in. My name is Colby swinging dead to base. Dance, AKA pick Dundee. D that's not a pick. This is a pick. Where's where's my sound drop. I can't find this shit. Um, here we go. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows double the price, but no one touches Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> It's the off season. I can afford mistakes like this. All right. <laughs> I am joined by working out the kinks. Working out the kinks, and here to work out the kinks, former former JMU Duke defensive back, the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, Wheeling and dealing, Patty seeing the place to be. Hi,
1: how are you, pal? You buddy, life is good. Everything's trending in the right direction. The days are getting longer. We're getting closer to March madness. Love yeah. and life. It is a good time to be
0: alive. Third man in the booth is here though. Give it up for the DFS. God himself, the homebrew, making tobacco road, living the free lock given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP Give it up for NC, Nick in the place to be.
2: Hey, hey, hey. what's going on guys? How we doing? Uh, I mean, we're here to talk college football.
0: We have uh, a lot of news. I first we had to get ACC Nick on the show because, out the gate, the most disappointing conference in all of college football, the Atlantic <laughs> Coast Conference. Um, let me see if They're I one
2: of the most disappointing in college basketball. You know, as we speak, as
0: well. This is what I think of the 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 ACC as a conference.
2: I bet you used to sell more girl
1: scout cookies than any other member of the whole troop. Didn't you? What were you calling yourself back then? Yolanda, you little bitch.
0: I mean the (laughs) ACC, Jim Phillips, (laughs) they, uh, they, first off he cites, he does not want playoff expansion Uh, potentially down the line. He says, but not now the college football game is changing too much. And he cites Clemson as not wanting to play extra games is that I'm telling you, there's a reason why I was designed to not like Clemson. All right. (laughs) And Clemson knows Clemson's smart because if there was a larger playoff, they'd realize, Hey, we'd actually have to play uh, a couple decent teams in one season. And then they'd never win a national championship because all those teams should have an asterisk next to their championship
2: because it was malarkey. It was malarkey. There we go. Colby picking on Clemson again. Clemson, all they do is go into the college ball playoffs and beat the likes of Bama, Ohio State, just as much as they get beaten by the best team. So if you use that argument for Clemson, use it for everybody else.
0: No, 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 no. Because look, all they got to do is get those two games, all right. When they're playing South Carolina State and Wake Forest and Duke back to back to back, I I I they have a pass. They have the UCF and Clemson are on the same boat. But what do you make of Jim Phillips and the horrible ACC, which seems like they're going to be the ones to de- derail this college football playoff till 2026?
2: Well, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, this is Jim Phillips in his first year, I think, if not his second year. He's a, he's a new commissioner. Swaffer retired relatively recently. Uh, Swafford, I thought he was actually a really good commissioner. I thought he kind of shepherded the ACC through some rough times, and he actually was ahead of everything. So I think the reason why the ACC is still as strong as it is is, is a lot of it to do with Swafford. I think he kind of foresaw the future and and you know, expansion and realignment and he was very proactive in getting teams even before like that free for all a few years ago. Potential um, bad
0: TV contract though. So that thing goes to 2026, right?
2: Yeah. Or 36, yeah, sure. 36 I, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this new this new commissioner to come out here and say that I don't I don't see what he gains from that statement.
0: Uh, he gains the fact that, that right now there is, I mean, I've always felt like there's a bias and, and the fact that Clemson can get in there. I don't feel like if they expand to 12, they're going to have another ACC team. So I think his thing is, 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 oh, well we have our team. And if, if they can run the table, they'll be in. And if not, I mean, maybe you can talk me into Miami every once, every 10 years that could be in
2: contention well, for that spot. Let me spot. rephrase my yeah. statement. I don't see what he has to gain to gain by saying that publicly because I think there is a groundswell of support from college fans. Most of them anyway for a larger playoff. So why would he say that? And you know, piss off or frustrate a lot of fans is beyond me. Yeah. Behind closed doors. Maybe that's his stance. And you know, you bring up some good points, you know, that that are that are, are valid. So yeah, yeah, maybe he wants that when the commissioners are meeting, but to say it publicly, I just don't understand it. And yeah, I think a lot of people are, are going to turn on them because I think you know most fans now want a larger playoff. Patty
0: C, what do you make of uh, your old boys, uh, the Wahoos that reside in uh, in in the ACC?
1: Well, I mean, it's really obvious to me. I'm looking back right now over the uh, final AP polls since 2014, the first year of the college football playoff, and the number of teams that have finished in the top 12 is the same as the number of teams that have finished in the top four during that time frame, which is, you know, the ACC went the first, I want to say seven, six, six years and uh, or a set, uh, six of the first seven. And um, yeah, that's all they would have sent. They would have had a much lower chance to win the championship. If they had to go through some carnage, it's not like they had any other teams to offer, you know? And so, yeah, he wants to be, He wants his conference to win championships and be part of the conversation. And basically they're hanging on by a thread and that thread is Clemson. So yeah, he's completely full of shit. Everyone
2: knows it, but uh, he's saying for the the most part with the 14 playoff, obviously the biggest beneficiary has been the sec, but the, the, the conference that has made the second most money is probably the ACC, even over the big 10, I would think, because it seems like every year with the exception of this year. well,
0: And they had, where, they had Notre Dame in last year that counted for the ACC because that's
2: right. Yeah. So the, the, I mean, really it's the big 12 and the, and the Pac 12, the, the conferences are really, they have to be screaming for expansion and the big 10 and Notre Dame might not be too far behind. Well,
0: and, the, uh, but that's the irony is they have to run a harder gauntlet. A, they have a nine game schedule, but also the conferences are deeper. They're a deep, they're deeper conferences
2: than the ACC year in year out. Yeah, but there's I, I mean, far. there's ebbs and flows though. There's I mean, Florida State and Miami, Virginia Tech, I mean, those are teams that could be really good if they hire the right coach. If, you know, Look, if they can, you the, know, get back to where they were in the have never 90s.
1: been good. Miami and Virginia Tech, I mean, Virginia Tech hasn't been good since 2010. Miami's never been good in the ACC. And Florida State, it's been
2: 5 years well, they're, hired, they're, they're hiring the wrong coaches. It all comes back down to the coach. I think, I mean, yeah, granted the landscape of college football is drastically different than it was in the nineties when some of those teams were, were excellent, especially Florida state and Miami. But you know, there's nothing to say that some of those Programs can't rise back up and be on the same level sure, as Clemson.
0: Sure, but my point is, is that the other conferences have been a harder grind. So the teams that actually have the harder schedules that are probably going to be the better football teams, I would guess. Uh, like I, I've said this statement many times uh, over the past few years, that had you thrown Clemson in the Big Twelve or the Pac twelve, some of those years, they would have. They would have losses if if they're well, struggling I, well, I to beat. I agree with that yeah. on,
2: on one hand, but when Clemson gets to the playoff, they've proven they've belonged. Meanwhile, like the Big Ten, they've usually gotten beat pretty bad. That so you know they might have a a, a tougher goal to get there, but when they get there, <laughs> they get beat badly. Meanwhile, Clemson, when they get there, they've proven they've belonged almost every year.
1: Well, I, I don't think the argument is that Clemson, you know, is any worse than any Pac-12 team necessarily, or any big two, I would say Clemson, Oklahoma have been about equal Clemson, USC. Clemson has been a little better, but uh, if Oregon or Oklahoma or uh, USC played in the ACC, especially this year's ACC, they're probably going undefeated. You know, which Clemson does most years.
2: So, well, perhaps uh, in the regular season, but then what? What do they do when they get to the playoffs? Because when those, usually when those schools have gotten to the playoffs, they haven't fared very well. Oklahoma included.
1: Well, yeah, I'm not. I'm not as much on uh, where Colby stands as far as Clemson not earning it when once they've gotten there. You know, they have the talent to no, win. obviously the, they've
0: uh, earned it once they got there. I'm just saying that to me they get a, a, a. I I've made this case many times as well. Like the, the UCF schedule, if you compare the two years that they would back to back undefeated and Clemson's it's pretty damn similar. So to me to be for them to be deprived of that, and then for Clemson to get that to me, okay. Yeah. You won two games. You, you were great in those two games. You had a month to prepare, but the, the, the same people that argue for the college for the regular season is the playoff. No, it's not for Clemson really. I mean, yes, you play a bunch of, of shitty power five teams. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, they obviously have the easier path than than any other major uh, school in a major conference, and you know, it just dumb luck they timed their rise. It coincided with the downfall of Florida State. When Clemson was first starting knocking at the door, they were playing Jameson Winston and those four and those good Florida State teams, and they lost some. But then you know, Florida State kind of fell apart, and Clemson rose to prominence. So kind of just dumb luck on their part. But yeah, they have the easiest route to the playoffs. Well, and go ahead.
1: I'll tell you this. If, if Miami and uh, Florida state and Virginia tech rise up into the top 10 and become the programs they have the potential to be, I want to see how quickly Jim Phillips stance on college football expansion happens
2: uh, or changes because I guarantee it'll be overnight. Of course. I mean, I think those commissioners are basically almost like politicians. So, yeah. <laughs> and they're going to want the most money as possible for their conference. So I, yeah, I totally agree.
0: And the fact that he threw Clemson into the statement I thought was hilarious. It's like he could have yeah. just said the ACC. Cause he said all the, all the coaches are in school presidents. It's a unanimous thing,
1: but he specifically said Clemson. Doesn't want to play more games. (laughs) (laughs) No one else is going, so they're the only
2: team that might play more games. If he says Boston College doesn't want to play any more games, (laughs) I they don't have to worry about it. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) It's name dropping, you know. It's it's like, oh yeah, I know somebody. You know, (laughs) I'm I'm uh, I'm friends with a famous person. (laughs) Yeah, well, well, just nonsense. So it's disappointing. It's just
0: disappointing. Now maybe there's an angle where he's trying to get out of that TV contract, so he's got to stay that or he's got to say that to. maybe that ESPN will say, Hey dude, we'll let you out of this contract that we, this horrible contract that goes till 2036. Um, yeah. May, maybe, maybe that's be. the angle. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, I wanted to touch base on, on a few different uh, conversations here uh, or things that have, are happening in the sport. Um, we had a, a Slack discussion and I know uh, all three of us were a part of this. Go to sports gambling podcast slack. If, if you are always wanting to talk college football or really any other sport, we got you covered daily there, but uh, I thought there was a good, I thought I had a great point on the fact that yes, Georgia deserves the Georgia. Yes. You did great. You won the national championship, but I don't consider it a true national championship because the playoffs uh, sample size is too small. I've always said that I I, I've said that uh, I don't believe there is a national champion until you get a large playoff with a decent percentage of the sport in the playoff. I don't know how you can deem it because schedule manipulation is a real thing. And I thought this was a great point where I think you can still argue that Alabama was the best team. They went one and one against Georgia and they played a much harder schedule. They had back-to-back away games. They play in the sec West Georgia did not have to,
1: and I injuries in the rematch. Yeah. They outscored them and probably outgained them in the two games combined.
0: And, and I, I made the, the case that uh, Ohio state, I mean, Patty C we, 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 were in the Slack channel. So I guess I'm just, uh, I know, I know a lot of people were disagree- disagreeing with me in Slack. And I said, I'm sorry, like Georgia should be credited. Like, yes, they played great. They beat Alabama. But to me, that resume is not much. And I think you have an argument if you're an Alabama fan, if you're or if, if you're an Ohio state fan, I think, I think there's several teams out there. You could argue um, that, Hey, I had a, a harder schedule I had back-to-back away games, and we never will never know.
1: Uh, but especially if you're an Alabama fan, I feel like you definitely have a, an argument. What's well, your, I feel like if you're a, well, definitely an Alabama fan, and I think an Iowa State, even though they had the two losses, it's like, hey, Georgia hadn't beaten anyone in the regular season, and the only like top twelve or fourteen final team that they had Iowa played State, though? was oh, Alabama. You're saying Ohio State? Ohio State? No, no, no. Um, or sorry, not uh, Oklahoma State. Oklahoma oh, State. Okay, yeah. They had a three-point loss on a controversial call in the regular season, and then a one-inch loss in the uh, championship game. They played a bunch of much harder games than uh, Georgia did, and um, and they had one one loss by a close oh, margin. They also you know?
0: played back-to-back away games. They also played way more. I think they had six away games on their schedule, if memory serves me correct. And that's my problem: is when you're comparing six to four that then how do you really know who's the better football team?
2: And look, it's, for me, it's pretty obvious. If there's 130 teams over 10 conferences and a handful of independents a 14 playoff is, is just way too small. Yeah. Now, if obvious. people that like a 14 playoff, well, then the power five just needs to separate from everybody else. Because if teams starting the season have absolutely no chance to win the championship, then they shouldn't be part of that league or yeah. you know that, yeah. that level or whatever you want to call it
0: and, and, and some, some of those are power five programs. Apparently like if wake forest goes undefeated, do you think they would have been in the playoffs
2: <laughs> undefeated? I think so. I think they might have put I
0: Cincinnati in over. Them.
2: No, I, I mean, in a vacuum, you know, you have to see what else is happening that year, but I think a power five team goes undefeated. They're, pr- they're pretty much in, but if they lose one, then, then, then obviously, you know, there's been plenty of teams, one loss teams, power five that haven't made it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I just think there's two. You got to have a big net. You got to cast a big net because the schedule manipulation. There's no way you're going to be able to perfectly say, well, hey, uh, everyone's got to play these the, the, this amount of teams with 130 teams. There's too much variance. You have to cast a big enough net that yeah. so scheduling. Yeah,
1: you be, scheduled it perfectly.
2: You can't even if you. Yeah, even the teams even, are even be the different. NFL can't schedule it perfectly. Like the Titans are like whoever wins the AFC South always gets home field advantage in the playoff because they have an easy ass path. You know so no, no scheduling is perfect regardless of the level, but especially in college football, it's, it's yeah. so skewed.
1: I mean, even, even the NFL, imagine if the NFL just had uh, conference or the NFC and AFC championship game. And then the super bowl, no yeah. one would be satisfied with that. Everyone would be pissed off about oh, that.
2: And that's only what 32 teams. Right? Yeah. Now yeah. granted the team won from team 32. The talent is not as wide as it is from College football, team one to team 120, <laughs> right. yeah. but still, I mean, like the point is, if you have that many teams, that many conferences, you need a larger playoff. And I, you know, the, the people on Slack, they, they're bringing up good points. They believe in their argument. More power to them. Uh, but it's wrong. But but yeah,
0: hundred <laughs> percent. And look, if you let more teams in, then that that team that might be 120th is going to be better than it currently is.
1: Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're leaving things out it's good for the sport. I don't know that that's necessarily like an argument that, that you have to do that for the playoff because the teams at the top fuck what's good for the sport. What's good for us. That's what they're concerned about, Well, but
2: yeah. And that map that you showed, I, I, it might've been Colby. What of y'all showed the map of like the last 20 NCAA football champions. And it's, it's in that little Southeastern bubble that, that goes a little bit up to Ohio and like, and then there's LA and
0: that's it. Yeah.
2: Three quarters of the country, yeah. you know, is has not won, and and that can't be good to have it so regionalized. I mean, is this going to become NASCAR or something where just the southeast cares? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I'm saying. Getting there and their ratings are have gone down. I mean, they're still good because it's football, and and football. We'll get to that more more in a minute here, but. uh, uh yeah anyway what, what did your take on that and then okay let's let's uh let's queue up some uh well first i guess i should tell the folks out there that the college football experience is brought to you by WinBet. Uh WinBet's now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com that's w y n n bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to Propswap.com to, or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by better fantasy. Better fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win. Awesome prizes. Download the app today over at better slash SGPN. That's better fantasy B E T T O R fantasy.com slash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io slash SGPN. That's SoBet.io slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. You can grab that thing for free in the App Store and Google Play Store today. So go grab that thing and let it ride, people. All right, here we are back. We got more news, though. First off, Todd Graham. It was a very hard ticket for Todd Graham. His son transferred out on him.
2: Um, It's a a hard ticket out of Hawaii. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He is done. He resigns after apparently like the whole state was about to murder him. I think it was a hard ticket out (laughs) of Hawaii for Todd Graham. Um, And now, you know, it, it seems like the front runner from everyone I've seen from Brett McMurphy to other people that are reporting that, uh, uh, June Jones is already interviewed for this. He says he has what it takes to do the je- I mean, first off June Jones played at Hawaii. He then was an assistant at Hawaii in the eighties under, um, under Dick Tomey. And then was a head coach there where he had a, the best, I believe the best turnaround in, in college football history when they were zero and 12. And the next year he won nine and They were zero and twelve the year before Jones arrived. He arrives, he wins nine games. Pretty fucking amazing.
1: In one year, that was the turnaround. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good.
0: (laughs) Yeah, um, and uh, for maybe it's the winless turnaround. I got to pull up that stat, but anyway, refresh my memory. Why did he leave? He left because he took them to a BCS game. Yeah. And he asked, he got them a fat With, check uh, Colt Brennan, right? Yes. Yes. Rest in peace. And uh, that's, that's right. And he got them a gigantic check for being in the sugar bowl. And he said, please reinv- like reinvest this. I can do this on gotcha. the regular,
2: pay and my assistance. Yes.
0: At, at, Cause he Facilities. said, I, I want to say if memory serves me correct, that they don't, uh, I, I, I feel like I'm, I'm probably inaccurate. I don't remember the, the, the exact figure, but I believe it was like, they gave us like 80 grand to recruit out of Hawaii. And he's <laughs> like, that that's nothing. He was like, you know, you have to basically that you gotta get you, you, you. We could do this all, all the time. Hawaii has got a great football culture. If you just invest in the program. So they elected not to, he then left for SMU. And, gotcha. and then, then the rest is and now he's
2: interested again. I mean, now do they have a, is he, does he have a commitment from him now to, you well, he know, lives there to he, invest more.
0: He lives there. And I think that's what he wanted to talk about. He said that, and another thing is I think the program now they're playing at the Ching complex center because the, uh, <laughs> the, the other stadium can't get like, they're in a really bad spot from a, from a f- program. And he's saying he's got the way out and he goes, you have to know how to do it. You got to be in tune with the Islanders. You got to get them excited about football. And then uh, he said, there's ways that Dick, he said, Dick, Tommy wrote the blueprint. I've just followed it.
2: Yeah. Uh, and, and let's face it. I don't think any of us thought Todd Graham was a great hire there or fit.
0: It didn't make any no. sense. It didn't make any right. sense. Uh, like that, now there is a chance that Timmy Chang will be interviewed. I know Timmy Chang was the, uh, I believe the quarterbacks coach of Nevada this past year. Um, but June Jones to Hawaii, I mean, that would be, I think a home run hire for this program. He's 68. Definitely. So I think he's still got He's still got it. We just saw him in the, in the XFL go undefeated. And he's got a, just a great track record from offensive. Like it, his offenses have always been, a, if anything, the, the game has started to uh, over the years have, has copied his offenses in many ways. Big time. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I don't know who, what other candidates could emerge mm-hmm. from, from them. Maybe Nick Rolovich again. I don't know, but um, it will be interesting to see their guys, the transfer portals going absolutely b- just Colorado have you guys seen how many players have left Colorado <laughs>
2: this sorry man they're gonna be the worst <laughs> team
0: they're gonna be the worst power five team next year
2: so so what's up with uh, Jarrell is he I mean you know we thought it was a good hire his first year is very promising this year there was some stumbling blocks but we still thought that he was probably the right guy for the job but you, you can't you can't see this mass Exodus and, and think he's, he's gonna you know hang in there and, and write the ship.
0: Well, and apparently I, I think it's a bigger problem than that. I think Colorado has an anti NIL thing in, in their state. So all their players are leaving. Like, I don't know if the, if, if you guys are aware, but their entire secondary is gone. Uh, some of them went to Oregon. I'm talking like six deep their entire receive like uh, LaVisca Chenault went to Bama state. Brendan Wright. Went, Rice went to USC. Dimitri Stanley transferred out. J- J- Jarek Broussard transferred out. I'm, I'm talking their starting punter. Everybody, everybody is gone. They, they are going to have a really bad team um, next year. But I think a lot of it also has to do with the NIL. From what I understand, like they, they can't, they can't be a pl- player. NIL wise. them or Colorado
1: state. <sighs> In man, yeah, this thing is gonna is gonna show its hand or, or show its rear its head pretty quickly here on w- what the NIL actually means to these teams.
2: Well, it means a lot. I mean, there's no way that they can recruit, yeah, if, that, you, if if they get money anywhere else. So, if that's some law, then it's just a matter of time. But but before either the programs just sink and, and suck or legislation is, you know, comes in and, and changes that law.
0: That's what, you, that's what I would, I would assume, but either way, I mean, there is a dumpster fire going on at Colorado. And I think a lot of that is because of that. Mm. Um, anyway, uh, Brennan rice goes to USC guys, the rich get richer. How about this? By the way, look, Brennan rice. I like it. Jerry rice. I love, I was a huge fan of Jerry rice growing up. I-, I love how he's like, I'll always be a buff guys. Don't worry. I'm like, but you transfer in division. I don't care if you transfer anywhere else. All right. Anywhere else. But this, the USC's Colorado's became like a farm team for USC. They did this with KD Nixon last year, right? You're seeing this and it's like, dude, no, you're not once always a buff. Fuck you. All right. If, if you, Oh, maybe if you went to Oklahoma state or something, or, or somewhere in the big 12, but to go to one that you know, you're going to be playing twice.
2: Fuck you, dude. Fuck you is, is uh, midnight Mel Tucker. Always a buff too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, other, other transfers uh, JT Daniels announced he was, uh, he was in the transfer portal. Um, <laughs> he didn't make my lawn chair list. Cause he didn't throw enough passes, but, uh, and by the way, check out my, uh, my, my new article over at sports where I rank the top 20 lawn chair quarterbacks in college football. Um, what do you make of the JT Daniels thing?
1: Shouldn't he stay because Stetson Bennett's done? No, he's coming back. I thought. Yeah, I think he is coming back. Isn't he like a yeah. six-year senior? <laughs> Apparently. I'm deer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love this thing. Um. Uh. K State. Uh. Remember, K State got Adrian Martinez in the transfer portal. They added Sean Robinson, the uh, Missouri quarterback, uh, former TCU and Missouri quarterback. I think that's a good fit. What do you guys God, think? That? he's still
1: playing ball.
2: He's young too, dude. He's Cause he hasn't played. So he's been able to redshirt. I just saw today that he was actually playing some DB for Missouri. <laughs> that, that, that's
0: so, K state loves defensive backs at quarterback. Uh, and, and, and so does Patty C <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn right.
0: <laughs> um, Chuba Purdy also Chuba Purdy goes from Florida state to Nebraska. So Nebraska lands two quarterbacks with him. And then uh, Casey Thompson from Texas. What do you make there guys? Anyone, any takers on the, the Nebraska situation?
2: Uh, Um, Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, Patty. What's your thoughts? Pretty good fit, right? Well, quarterback competition usually a good
1: thing. I mean, I don't know if it's a good thing. Sometimes you can have too many quarterbacks. But I think uh, since neither of these guys has definitively proven themselves, might as well have two and make them work
2: for it. But look, look, the big quarterback news is Tate Martell has has retired. (laughs) (laughs) Five star. There's Patty C's five star.
0: His five star. (laughs) so that's a bit no, of a national uh, championship right now.
2: More pub and played so little regardless <laughs> of the three or four stops he went to in college. He's gotta be the worst five-star ever, right? <laughs> yeah. He's up there.
0: He's gotta be up there. Because like at least like Chris Ricks and them like played. You know what I mean? Right. Like Chris Ricks was still a starting quarterback that was somewhat decent. Um what else do we have here? Uh, I wanted to touch base on well, first off. Jason candle head coach of Toledo turns down the Miami offensive courting job. Shout out to him staying in action as a head coach. I hate when you see that, when you see the head coach leave to be an assistant, uh, you know, at one of the, one of these power schools. So he told Mario Cristobal, no, he's coming back to Toledo. Let's see if they can get a Mac championship. Um, Virginia hired air forces, defensive coordinator, John Rodzinski. That was a good hire. I thought that I, was a good hire. Maybe, maybe Patty sees right about this. Tony Elliott play. Because the air force's defense have been legit lately. What do you make of that? Nick
2: out of the blue? I mean, uh, I wonder what the connection was. I mean, you know, cause Rozinski played football at air force. So uh, you know, you think he's an air force guy. It's kind of, I wonder how Elliot even knew he existed. It's not like Clemson has played air force recently. So uh, but yeah, it, it sounds good. I mean, the, <laughs> he's had very good defenses there. And with not much talent to work with. So UVA needs to play better defense than they played this year. That's for damn sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, they already had a, a coach from
1: the um, Mountain West type area in Mendenhall, you know, come out to the East Coast and, you know, not coach any defense this year, but hopefully uh, uh, this guy will get it going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Now, before we get out of here, I got to make an announcement here. We have. I've been, look, I've been sitting here. I had the flu all week. So I've been hit, hit, sitting here working on the, we have our new podcast, the USFL experience, or I'm sorry, the USFL gambling podcast coming out. Um, and I wanted to debut the song, the intro song that I've been working on here. Uh, it's called, hot fire. It's hot fire. All right. Uh, here we go. Let's, let's just have some fun here with USFL. This, this podcast, by the way, will be, like I said, USFL gambling podcast, subscribe. It is coming very soon. By the time you hear this, the feed should be up. So with no further ado, the USFL gambling podcast
2: football is a unique American experience, a game described by one turn of the century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival. But survive, it did. I don't
1: give a damn who you are. This is
0: America, Jack.
2: You know how to play winning time, those football. Well wait, I don't yet. Being played in the United States Football League. <laughs>
0: To run through a fucking wall right now. Make sure you subscribe <laughs> to the USFL Gambling Podcast. Nick, Patty, C. What do you make of that? Awesome, fire for the streets.
2: You know, it was kind of staticky on my end. Could you hear that uh, clearly, Pat? I wonder how no, it's gonna come I definitely up. We
1: got a lot of static on my end too. But that doesn't mean the listener is going to get that.
2: Hopefully not, because, because there are some gems in there. Hopefully. And we heard it beforehand, so we we knew what to expect. And yeah, it, look, man it Gets you pumped. All right. There we go. So subscribe,
0: tell a friend, and uh, yeah, subscribe to the college football experience, subscribe to the college basketball experience, subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast and the sports gambling podcast. Let's have some fun. Go get that SGPN app. I'm on Twitter at dcolbyd. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. The college Football experiences on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow them all, all right? Follow them all. Check out the Slack channel, like I mentioned. All right, folks, this is the College Football Experience January check-in show. You better start thinking about yours, and we out of here. <laughs>